Hey everybody, and welcome to the Money Made Easy podcast. Every week we'll catch up with all things money, honey. It's your hosts, Angelica and Tisha. We're coming to you anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can follow along with us on Instagram and also on our website at moneymadeeasypodcast.com. We'll be talking all things money, earning it, saving it, and investing it in the easiest way possible. Our goal is to educate, uplift, and empower you to feel confident in your financial decisions. Now, you may be asking yourselves, are you both money experts? (laughs) Heck no, not even close. (laughs) We're far from it. We'll be bringing on some of the best experts in the business to set you up for success. Now, on to this week's show. So the way this show happened, uh, back in, I think it was like March, I gave Angelica a call. We had talked about doing, we had another idea for a different podcast, but all of a sudden I decided to just give Angelica a call and we're going to recreate that phone call for you now. (laughs) Um, So hi, Angelica. (laughs) Hi, Keisha. How are you? I'm great. So I know we've been talking about this other podcast for like, I don't know, a year, year and a half, something crazy long. And it's a big production. Well, I've got something that I want to propose to you. I really, really right now want to start a podcast talking about money. And I would really love to have you as a co-host. Do you have any interest in this whatsoever? Oh my goodness. Wow, Tisha, that is an amazing idea. And that's actually something that I've been thinking about a lot. I mean, just in this entrepreneurial journey of, you know, dealing with money and also adult life and all of that fun stuff. So 100% count me in. When can we start? Oh, good. Yay. So that's pretty much how the phone call went. And now (laughs) here we are on our first episode. (laughs) Cheers to that. Yes. Uh, so on this first episode, we're just going to kind of give you our money backgrounds, um, how we grew up thinking about money and then on into our adult life and dealing with it. And we're kind of where we're at today. Um, so I'm going to start. And I, um, when I was growing up, I grew up in a, I, I think it was middle class, maybe middle to upper. I don't, I'm not really sure, but it was we had a nice house. We had nice things. You know, if I needed to do something, my parents were, were reasonable. They were generous, but they also didn't just, you know, throw money at me all the time either. Um, and I had, I felt like I had a good value, um, of money and what it, you know, the benefits of it, but also it wasn't like so important, the only thing in our lives or anything. Um, I started working when I was 14 because I wanted my own money. I wanted to be able to spend it on whatever I wanted to spend it on. I um, didn't want to have to ask uh, for money. And if I wanted to go to the movies or if I wanted to buy cute yellow lemon denim jeans, um, I think that was my first purchase. So um, it was, it was, I would say, a fairly normal average growing up. Um, 
And then I got married way too young. Don't get married after you've only been 19 for a week. (laughs) It worked out okay, though. We were married for 23 years, and we had um, four kids. We have four kids, and um, we have we're amicable, amicably divorced. And um, but during that time when I was married, we actually had a very healthy money mindset as far as we paid our bills every month. We didn't, we didn't keep credit card debt. Um, I was pretty much a stay at home mom. Uh, I did some side things here and there, but I was mostly the majority was a stay at home mom. And my uh, now ex spouse was a great wage earner and provided for the family very well. And I thought I was really in tune with money because I paid all of our bills. I didn't, really think about the fact that when, you know, we did want to pay all of our bills every month. So if I needed, you know, I'd get to the end of, oh, okay. And I'd call and say, hey, we're going to need a, we're going to need another, you know, two or $3,000 put into the account so I can cover all the bills. And then that money would just magically appear. (laughs) Guess what, people? That doesn't really happen in real life on a normal basis. I have since found that out. (laughs) Oh, unfortunately, right? Don't we all wish that would happen? Oh, every day. (laughs) So then, um, you know, fast forward to when I got divorced like 13 years ago, and I got to be honest, I did not manage my money well because I had never really learned how to manage my money. Uh, I pretty much spent the way I had always spent. It wasn't crazy, but I ate out quite a bit. I traveled. I, you know, I just pretty much spent the same way. And then, you know, it, like I said, there's, there's no one that just replenishes that all the time now. And it's up to me. (laughs) So that's kind of my background um, as far as growing up and then, you know, what, what I've done today. What about you, Angelica? How is yours? the same different is my normal crazy what do you think no, it's not crazy um yeah so my money mindset journey all started with how my parents raised us so i'm actually going to start from their childhood because i feel like that's like a direct result on how we were raised so um, both my parents came from very low income families my mom immigrated from mexico in 1976 and she was one of nine siblings So they didn't really live in the best neighborhood in LA and struggled to get by. So both of their parents worked very long hours and the kids worked as well. um, And they all really had to kind of start taking responsibility at a very young age. And unfortunately, my mom's father passed when she was 14. So, you know, they all really had to kind of take responsibility and help out even more so than they did before to help with bills and, and all of that. Um, and my dad, kind of same story. Uh, he came from a low-income family in Boston and he was one of seven um, and both had a, you know, it's a similar story of working at a young age, you know, whether it was cutting lawns, walking dogs, anything to kind of scrape some money by. And for both of them, for both of my parents, all of their money went straight to paying bills for the house and having food on their table. So they didn't really have the luxury of having financial freedom until probably adulthood, um, until they both had their own stable jobs and left the house and all of that. And I believe it's 
instilled the values of working hard for the betterment of their family. Their strong work ethic is a direct result into how they were raised. So because of this, they knew the importance of stability. And so they made sure to find jobs that would give them that. So my mom was the first in her family to go to college and she stayed at that college and is still working there today. And my dad joined the military. So they both, you know, really were all about the benefits, all about the 401ks, you know, back when, you know, jobs gave you all of those benefits. <laughs> now they're, <laughs> they're slowly getting away from them. But um, so fast forward to when we were kids, their most, I think the most used saying in our household was money does not grow on trees. And oh, I heard that one too. Oh yeah. It was probably an every day or every week thing or saying that was said. And I would always fight back and be like, well, money's from trees. So, and if you make paper uh-huh. from trees or whatever, I don't can't remember my arguments. But <laughs> I, I love it. Argue back. And of course they would roll their eyes and just be like, you don't even understand whatever. <laughs> but they made, they definitely made sure that we knew that money wasn't flowing in at a rapid speed. And they always shared the importance of saving money. They always would say, uh, it doesn't matter how much you make, it matters how much you save. So that's kind of how we were brought up. And so as kids, we did make money, but we had to earn it. So whether it would be doing the dishes or getting good grades or you know doing some more chores around the house or whatever it was, we never really were able to kind of just be like, hey, can I have twenty dollars? And be like, okay, well, if you want twenty dollars, like you gotta do this or whatever it was. Um, and I really respect that, and I love that um, about uh, because it really did help me learn. Like, okay, you know, I've got to work hard for my money, and I think it gave me a really strong, I guess, mentality, like mentality in that way. But mm-hmm. now in my adult life, in owning my own business and navigating adult, you know, bills and all that fun stuff. I have noticed <laughs> I am a direct result of my parents <laughs> and I am very much very careful about uh, how I save or how I spend my money and always make sure I'm saving. And I mean, thankfully for them, we did have a savings account as kids. And so I just kind of got obsessed with like growing it and not to That's say, awesome. you know, I wish it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars, but, um, but it's definitely become a game for me. And, but it's also because, you know, they always say like in all of their money mantras that they threw at us as kids was, you never know if there's going to be a rainy day. So, um, like if anything bad were to happen, you need to make sure you have a backup plan or anything like that. I definitely think now being in my own business and, uh, you know, owning a house and all of that, I'm very much too protective in a sense. I feel like I'm almost am too anxious about not making enough. Like I'm constantly worried, like, what if I don't get another booking for a month or I don't have another wedding for a couple of weeks, so I'm not going to receive any, you know, paycheck or income or whatever it is. So have, I guess having my own business and like my own horror, I think I consider it an unhealthy mindset on money it's it's been a challenge running a business and not having that stability and consistent income um which was the biggest reason why I didn't want to go full-time was because I didn't want this passion of mine for photography to dwindle and get lost in the money anxiety part of it but yeah so you I feel, feel better like, 
I definitely have the same. I mean, my income is very varied with my calligraphy uh-huh. business and, um, you know, a couple of side jobs and stuff. But so, yeah. but I definitely, I don't have the anxiety that it sounds like you have. Mm-hmm. I definitely have a super abundant mindset. Um, and I've done, you know, I've, I've written a letter to money. I do money affirmations. I totally believe in abundance and receiving meditations. I do those. I, and I, I, and I also really value money and the freedom that it can bring. Uh, I think that's a big, huge thing that it, that's the value that I see in money is that it does allow you that freedom. Do you feel like you have a, uh, because I've always thought of you as being such a positive person. Do you feel like as far as a money mindset, do you feel like you do come from abundance or maybe a little bit of scarcity and you need to work on your mindset? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I overall with life, I feel like I'm a very positive person and I always try to see the best in things. Um, But I guess trying to grow a business and just navigating adult life and all of that, I, I do have an extreme anxiety about it. And it's, I mean, and the, the way that I've structured my business has helped me with that. Um, you know, I try and keep my weddings at a certain number a year and that's part, like my salary base. And then I try, you know, all the other shoots that I do are, you know, add-ons or whatever, but I do agree. Yeah. So I've tried to, I've tried to work around those anxieties with, you know, structuring it in a way that feels like a corporate job, if that makes sense. But it's definitely something I need to work on. I definitely think I do have a scarcity mindset uh, of it. And I constantly am like, well, what if like, you know, our house like floods tomorrow, we need to pay $50,000, you know, it's just. No, the money will come. Um, yeah. it will be there. Insurance will cover it. You'll take exactly. It. So yeah. Yeah. Well, um, one of the main things that I've really tried to do is now I really stop and ask myself, do I need that? Is that something that's going to make my life better? I try to be super intentional about yeah. every little thing I spend my money on. Because I mean, we all know that the dollar section at Target. Oh, hello. Oh, not the $3 and the $5 Target. <laughs> and the yeah. sometimes seven. Yeah. Oh man, it's getting out of control. That dollar section, they know what they're doing. They, yeah. they lure us in with the dollar section and then bump it three, five, seven. Yeah. And you can just drop some money right there at the entrance to yeah. Target before you've even gotten to what you came for. So I've tried to really be intentional about every little money spend. And, um, and it does make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Just, just like when you're intentional about what you put in your mouth, what if yeah. you're intentional about yeah. nutrition, yeah. That, nutrition, mm-hmm. yes, that makes a big difference. But with money, if you're intentional about what goes out <laughs> as far as money goes, which yeah. Speaking of going out, uh, I did just recently, drum roll please, is there a drum roll sound effect? Yes. I opened my first, on my own, I've had savings accounts in the past, but I opened this on my own. I did the research. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. I uh, oh. went on, I 
think it was Nerd Wallet. Shout out Nerd Wallet. Okay. You want to sponsor us? Um, <laughs> and I looked at their like 10 best high yield online savings accounts. Mm-hmm. And I found one with Citbank, CIT Bank, Citbank. Um, it's just an online account. And it's, but it, if you deposit $100 every month, then it's 2.3% um, for the savings account, which most of them are like, if you just go to your regular bank, I think it's like around 1%. But if you go, you can online, there's quite a few that are around the 2%. But you know, I wanted that extra 0.3. So uh, I found one and did my research and found one that was 2.3. But I'm really proud of that, because that's something that um, I've needed to do for a long time. And I finally did it. That's I'm proud of myself. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud of I'm, you too. Look at what this podcast is doing to us. Oh well, I definitely feel like Already. this podcast. The the big thing about this podcast is I feel like my mess is my message. You know, they say that your mess is your message. Well, my mess is hopefully going to be everyone's message because, yeah, I'm trying to straighten out, you know, and do a better job with my money and. I, I need to learn and I want to learn, but it's way more fun to learn together. So yes. that's good. Well, yeah. And I think it's all about those taking those small steps and celebrating those small wins, you know, because yeah. it's so easy to look at, you know, how we manage our money or all the things we need to fix with our money or whatever it is and get so overwhelmed. You just don't even want to look at your bank account or you don't want right. to you know, even go to the bank to open an account because there's just too much to think about. So that's really the primary goal of this podcast is to break it all down. We give you the simplest steps that we could possibly do and, um, and really just set you up for success in the best way that we can and the easiest way that we can. Yes. Yes. Well, and to not make it such a taboo topic. I mean, no, you're not, you know, it's like religion and politics. You're not supposed to talk about it. Well, okay, fine. Don't talk about those, but talk about money. It's so important. Yeah. I, it really needs to be talked about more. I mean, there needs to be more salary transparency because mm-hmm. the more people that talk about what they're making, then the more people that, you know, uh, even making men aware that, Hey, you you say there's not a problem. Well, I'm making, you know, 25% less than you. That is a problem. We're doing the same job. But if we don't know their salary, they don't know our salary. Let's open it all up and get it all out there and not make budget the B word. As I used to say, I'm ashamed to say that I used to call it the B word. I don't want to talk about the B word. Um, But no, now I know it's important and necessary. So I'm all for it. (laughs) <laughs> Let's yes. talk about yeah. that word. <laughs> I know. Well, and we want to make it easier for everybody. Um, and because we don't know a lot, because we aren't financial experts at this point, we're on our way to becoming financial experts. Heck we'll yeah. be having the experts on. We've got some amazing guests coming up. Um, <laughs> so exciting. And you're going to just love it. Um, we're really excited about the guests that we've got. They know their stuff. They have been doing this yeah. for a long time and they know their stuff. So don't worry. It's not, this is, this is a rare episode that it's going to be just the two of us. We're going to have uh, lots of other people that really are financial experts and business experts and life coach, business coaches, uh, you name it. 
And if you ever have any questions or have any requests for certain guests, please feel free to reach out to us um, via our website or Instagram, or you, know, you can DM us or whatever it is. Um, we're here to better serve our community. So uh, please just let us know how we can do that. Also, one of the things that we didn't really get into yet, but uh, Angelica and I, Angelica's young enough to be my daughter. So I think our two different perspectives on our ages in life will definitely kind of offer that difference and give a different um, take on everything and a different view. I feel like it is becoming more accepted. I don't know. It seems like people your age, Angelica, are maybe talking about many more. Do you feel like it's a little less taboo or is it still just so awkward? I mean, I definitely have seen growth in that. And I think money will always somewhat be, I mean, not always, but it's still a taboo topic to this day. But, you know, there's a lot more of a movement of women empowering women and giving women a voice in, you know, increasing salaries or negotiating salaries or whatever it is. Um, I think there's a lot more of a confidence to do that because we're seeing other women doing that as well um, in all aspects, you know, and not just celebrities and not just influencers, but also, you know, our everyday friends and family that are around us. So I I think it's definitely getting better, um, but obviously there's always room for improvement and I'm excited to see you know, where we go in the coming years um, and how, how it does get it better. Yeah. Just seeing women owned businesses and women CEOs and women, you know, women bosses um, taking control and, and doing such great jobs. I mean, it does, it leads the way for all of us and um, it's so exciting. So I, I, it's not that they're, weren't weren't women around me that had great careers and that were I have friends that you know have had amazing careers and mm-hmm. um they they know their money um but yeah. uh and hopefully having this podcast will open up conversations between me and them and uh, you know we'll talk about it more because it definitely wasn't it wasn't lunchtime chat or, you know, cocktail hour chat, but hopefully it will be become more of the norm to talk about that kind of stuff um, Definitely. so that we can all be empowered and all make more money. <laughs> yes, that's always the goal. I mean, and that's, I mean, I always talk about this. And I think it's so ironic that money is a taboo topic because, you know, we all have bills to pay. We all have jobs or are trying to get a job. Uh, we all have things that we want or, you know, have to pay off or whatever it is. And so it's something we all have in common, but yet it's never discussed and there's never a topic of conversation about around it. So I think it's a very important, I mean, I get it. Like some people are very confidential with their money and that's totally fine. You, you, can, you can share as much as you want, um, but to at least still have, you know, like if you have credit card questions or anything, like you should be able to, talk about those things with your friends and with your family and with people that you trust, you know, to find answers and find resources that will only help you and help you bring in more money. Absolutely. So uh, two questions that we're going to be asking each of our guests, we're going to go ahead and answer those now. And we'll start with, we're going to ask each of them to share three words that they think about when they 
think about money. And my three words are intention, abundance, and improving. Those are my three money words right now. Intention, abundance, and improving. So Angelica, what are your three money words? So my three money words as of right now are necessary, freedom, and philanthropy. Ooh, so good. So good. (laughs) Okay. And then the other question that we want to find out from each of our guests is what their definition of success is. And for me, it's being able to enjoy your life and not worry about how your bills are going to be paid. and enjoy your your friends, your family, and just enjoy your life without the worry. I love it. I love it. I think mine's very similar. Um, it's so interesting to, I guess, define success, especially as an entrepreneur, I'm sure you know too, is like, you I mean, there's so many different fluctuations and ebbs and flows that you go through with business. Uh, and so, you know, maybe when you're first starting your, your definition of success, is completely different than, you know, what it is three years down the line. So right now I've been struggling with it. Um, but I would say at the end of the day, my definition of success is kind of very similar to yours. The freedom of being able to have quality time with family and friends and not have that overarching, I guess, anxiety about money, you know, just being able to, you know, enjoy the time that we have here and um, enjoy also what you do with your like while you make money if that makes sense right yeah definitely yeah I think that in enjoying the way that you make money is a very important um, uh, addition to success for sure well I just could not be more excited about uh, doing getting to do this podcast with you and and sharing it with the world. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we're really excited. Looking forward to our great guests and can't wait to hear from you guys. So, yeah, we're so excited. And just remember, we're here to have simple, candid conversations and let's make this fun. Let's enjoy it. Grab a glass of wine, drink your coffee, drink your water, whatever you need. But we're here to take us on the road with you when you're in the car. Yeah. Where I usually listen to my podcasts. So we're yeah, hanging out with you. So yes. <laughs> come along <laughs> and let's make money easy. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Okay, you all know the drill. Please go give us a five star rating and leave us a review. And might as well hit that subscribe button while you're there. And let's keep the conversation going on Instagram. Share your favorite part from this week's show. And who knows, we may slide into your DMs with a surprise. All right, we'll see you next Money Monday.